0: everyone welcome back uh, coming to you live from the cbs community Kudl, a, a beautiful um wet, morning. wet but 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 uh More. spring is yet in the air by sight and the hope of blossoms and and um the hope of blossoms rebirth is 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 palpable is after I saw this morning the first rabbin of the season. Ooh. The rabbins are back. The rabbins are back. The rabbins, those harbingers of rebirth, rejuvenation, the renaissance that every year once again we experience with the spring. And may it yet be a spring of rebirth, of rejuvenation, of, of, of rekindling of old forgotten hopes. And for all of us to see so much success, Hatslacha, Siat Deshmay, and Muchness in all of our endeavors. And to understand Chagigo. Glory. I mean, okay, so we continue. Now you're gonna peek. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Um before we move on to Ches, we're we're here in Derech Hashem, Chelik Bays, Perry Gimbal, Simon Ches, Zion. We we kinda packed the whole thing in yesterday, but I think we packed maybe a little bit too much in maybe also in Derech Hashem. Same the island is tiny, we might have packed too much in the Chagiga. a lot was compressed towards the end over there. And it's and just a, such a significant paragraph over here where the Ramchal advances all these ideas about inherited hashkacha, how the, what, what um, happens to one's parents can influence you, and how one's hashkacha is influenced by one's peers, one's surroundings, and all the multi-generational effects, forwards in time, backwards in time. And especially the last three or four lines where the Ramchal shoots out a whole bunch of ideas. Where he suddenly just starts to give us lots of different applications and examples I, I think it behooves us just to go back to that and and summarize the, the basic points that come out of Zayn. I, I think we didn't have enough time towards the end yesterday to quite do this justice, so I want to just return to the last few lines in Zayn before we move on to Ches. And we saw that Amcha presented us an idea that Hashgachah not only takes into account myself, it also takes into account my placement in the diris, in the generations of Jewish generations and in the progression of Jewish history, what's coming before me, what's coming after me, and that also affects and influences my Ashkacha. And that happens over here, though, on a a number of different levels. A number of different levels. And there's at least three or four distinct ideas going on over here in how that can work, how the previous generations influence and affect the coming generations, and um, and my surroundings affect me, at least three or four distinct ideas how this works. So even if we'll say this is, you know, um, and, and that and it also works both directions, obviously, the tab and lamutav for the good and chasesha'on for the opposite. And a person can receive bounty and blessing from the the uh, hashgacha that he gets based on where he's coming from. He can also receive the opposite. A person can receive what looks like suffering in opportune uh, situations based on his origins. And, there, uh, so if we would call this, let's say, and uh, the, the reason on the surface why the Ramchal bring this in over here is to present us with uh, uh, approach number four, let's say, approach number five, and understanding why bad things can happen to good people, we really have 5A, B, and C, and maybe even 5D going on over here. And, like I said, I, I think it is very worthwhile to, to um, get the, the bullet points clear over here before we move on, to, to get all the, ver- the, the various situations, examples, and, and not just examples, but principles clear before we move on, what all the, the uh, different possibilities are in terms of how surroundings and previous generations can affect coming generations from a Hashgacha standpoint. So what we had time to get into um, primarily yesterday was the idea of, of um, a tafkid and the idea of an assignment and you can have such a thing where, where there's a family assignment, a family assignment. <laughs> and this is first and foremost a, 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 a critical <laughs> idea within Hashgacha, that Hashgacha will determine that this person has to deal with such and such uh, challenge in life, and has to deal with such and such um, struggle and such and such a, 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 a temptation. And he's built in such a way that that's, you know, that's what I want to see him deal with. <laughs> Within that hashgacha is an understanding that that will be carried over very often to the coming generations. Being that the Mishnah Hoyerius tells us that the way the Reb'an Shem set up the world is that ha'av le, leben dvarim, we see there is something called genetics and there is something called in. Teva, in the laws of nature, that what, what we see by parents shows up very often in their children, if not all of them, then some of them, or many of them, and it may sometimes skip a generation also, according to genetics, and sometimes not, and sometimes appear and, and reappear and disappear. But being that, that's how Kach Baruch set up the world of nature, that, that is a reflection of what's going on in a level of Neshama and the Neshama's assignment and job as well. There's family genetic predispositions to things that, are, that, that, that we see as physical attributes, but also spiritual attributes, also certain Yitzrei Hara will sometimes run in the family. The Kaddish Baruch Hu says, this, is, well, this particular person is going to have to deal with a struggle, and it's going to become a family struggle. It's a family assignment. A family assignment. And I want his kids to deal with this also. I want his kids to overcome this. And I want his grandchildren to overcome this. You can have such a thing. Yesterday we said the kids they don't responsible for their. They're not parents. responsible. That's right. So how come now? It's not about being responsible. It's about a family assignment. It's about. Yeah, but if uh, my parents or somebody parents, uh, okay, uh, they were, did some wrong and they alive, why should affect the kids? So we're not talking about that yet. I'm not. I'm not even talking about the kids being punished because it's something the parents did wrong. We're not talking about that yet. We may talk about that, but not, we're not talking about that right now. Right now, we're talking about a a tendency, a predisposition. We're talking about the fact that it could be that Hashem t- takes the the um, Schwarzmanbaum family, and Hashem says, "I want the Schwarzmanbaum family to deal with with." Um, patience, to deal with intolerance, to deal with frustration. So I'm going to take Mr. Schwarzmanbaum and I'm going to wire him in such a way that he's going to be a little bit of an anxious person, he's going to be a nervous person, and, 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 and situations that would not rattle most people, they're going to they're going to put him off, they're going to rattle him, because I want him to be able to deal with this, I want to be able to face this, because I want his, his assignments, his tikkun, is to create shleimus in a way, of, he has to be ruhig, he's got to chill out, he has to learn how to chill out. Yeah, and that's his shlemus. So when we take Mr. Schwarzman, Bam, and we say, this is what I want you to work on, very often the Rebunshim will say, and you know what? The whole clan, the whole lineage, the whole dynasty, that's what I want them all to work on, and I will set up in a way that this predisposition to anxiousness and to nervousness will carry over to his son, to his grandchildren, to his great-grandchildren. So it's not a punishment at all. It's, it's the other way around. It's Hashem looking down the chain of generations and saying, this is what I want this family to deal with. I want this family to have to work this out. You what I want this family to bring to the table. Um, you know, you see sometimes you can have you can have um, generation after generation where they're all doing the same job. We, we see that sometimes. You have, he comes from a long, proud line of firemen. I was a fireman. My grandpa was a fireman. My great-grandpa was a fireman. Or in politics also you see this, you know, you have to, we have, we've had on more than one occasion father and son pairs of presidents in America. Very often you, f- you see that the grandpa, he was the governor and the son was a district attorney and the grandson becomes the mayor, the great-grandson uh, runs for the, uh, becomes the secretary of the state. So th- things like this can run in the family and not just because they're inspired, not just because they have those role models, that certainly helps, but there can be a predisposition to having a head that's good for politics business or a head that's good for medicine you know my father's a doctor my grandpa's a doctor my great-grandpa's a doctor they, they sometimes start. it's inspiration sometimes it's you know i I'm, I'm encouraging my kids to go in a certain direction but that goes hand in hand though with again a certain natia a certain predisposition you know every every yeshiva um is is, is 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 controlling his kid that his kid should be you know a yeshiva or a Magachir, but you find that also runs in the family it's because it's because they don't give their kids a choice no, because again, very often a predisposition. So the same way we see that in, 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 in the realm of is it's, it's going on in, in the realm of Ruchnius also, that, you know, you know, I my, my come from a long, long line of ice cream truck drivers. So there's a tendency in my family we all drive ice cream trucks. Right? I was ice cream truck driver. I am, my grandpa was, my great-grandpa was, my great-great-grandpa used to drive around the uh, the, the, the ice blocks, you saw the ice blocks, come from a long line of ice cream truck drivers. So you can see such a thing in Metzis as well, that there's a predisposition. Who in and is there can be a predisposition, where Kodesh decides that this is what I want this family to have to deal with. Mr. Schwarzman, Bambi's going to have to deal with patience and anxiety. I'm going to give him a tendency to get stressed out, and I'm going to let that run in the family because that's a family assignment, a family assignment. So that's the first idea in inherited hashgacha, is that the Rav does work with genetics, both on a physical level and on a spiritual level, to determine what your hashkach is going to be. And we saw it in the Ramchal also, again, it's not just spiritual, but it's also physical. I want this family to have to deal with wealth. That's why wealth becomes inherited. That's why um, the the, the is, if the father made a biggie, became a multi-billionaire, all that money's going to go to his children, they're going to go to their children, they're going to go to their children. If they manage their money properly, it's going to go on forever. It's going to go on forever if they manage their money properly. And that's not again by coincidence. That's an idea of a family assignment, family hashgacha. This family is going to have to deal with wealth, and they're going to have to know how to apply wealth properly. And the same thing, fakir. This family is going to have to deal with poverty. This family is going to have to deal with, with poverty. Someone's born into poverty. Very often, he's going to struggle with poverty. It'll be difficult to get, for him to break out of that cycle of poverty unless something unexpected happens. This is the family that I want to have to deal with poverty. This is the family that I want to have to deal with wealth. This is the family that I want to have to deal with. More spiritual matters, ruchnis matters. Anxiety, stress, temptation, and that's also going to run in the family. Okay, everybody, guys, so that's the first basic idea, and we could call it, call it even 1A and 1B. You can have inherited hashkacha in terms of, on, on ruchnis level and on agashmiz level, agashmiz level, and on ruchnis level. Gedula, we saw. Uh, stature. Stature. And a person's status. He's, he's a leader. Certainly in back in the day when, when, when it was royalty, when, when there was a royal dynasty. So, if I'm born into royalty, I'm destined for royalty. Yeah? If I'm born to a king, I'm going to be a prince. If I'm born to a prince, I'm going to be a whatever they call that. A, a vice prince? A prince law. A prince Allah. Aye, that's good. A prince Allah. And I'm lined up to be the king eventually. The king or the duke or the uh, archduke or the archbishop, whatever. You know, the, the different titles, not everyone can be the king become the Duke of Wellington or the Duke of Somerton or the Dukes of Hazard. you could be all kinds of different, you know, you get all kinds of stellars because you were born into that. Now my, my, my buddy, my classmate that I went to school with, he's never going to be a duke, he's never going to be a prince, never going to be any of these things because his Ada wasn't the king. There's nothing he can do about it. Um, and But I, I am lined up now to be a king or a prince or a duke assuming you want to marry out, or assuming you want to marry someone that the queen doesn't approve of. So then, then it, you can uh, renounce your your royalty, right? You can give up your uh, change your blood color from blue to uh, to uh, maroon, right? Many of them took it or take a ticket, for example. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm um, sort of, yeah, sort of, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay, but that, that's an exception. You know that you can get away with that. You can uh, uh, pull off a coup. But, but that's what you did, and that, that that would be called Chiddush. So your hashkocha, your job was to pull off a coup, but now your kids will be lined up automatically to be princes and dukes and um, kings. counts and kings and uh, all that, duchesses. Um, so again, it seems like it's not fair, and, and from our perspective it isn't fair, but that's weiter. The Rebunshem was saying, I want this family to have the responsibility, the job of dealing with greatness, of dealing with stature, of dealing with power. They're going to have to deal with power, and that's going to become inherited. Because I want the family. It's a family thing. So, so There's something called, Rabbi, Isaiah inherited Ashkochan? And by the way, for us, what that means is, you know, we all have a certain point in life where we look at our parents, and we say, the last thing I ever want, and the last person I ever want to be is my dad. The last person I ever want to be is my grandpa. We all go through stages of life like this. That's the last person I ever want to be. And sometimes we're right, sometimes we're right, the the attack is the last person we want to be. And sometimes we're just rebellious and silly and dumb and and young and hot blooded. And sometimes it's a mixture of the two. But whether we're just being young and impetuous and saying the last person I ever want to be is my dad, my job, my mission in life is not to be my dad. Or whether we're actually coming from a a, a, um, grounded and justified perspective. Very often there's more truth to that statement than not because sometimes a person can look at his dad, his grandpa, his great grandpa, and 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 he can see the he picks up on the negative and, and, and he picks up on the on the on the half-emptiness of his parents and his grandparents and his great-grandparents, and nobody is gifted with the acute powers of perception to pick up on their family's shortcomings than the the, the family itself. And no one picks up on, on, on their parents' flaws and their children. And no one's going to pick up on any of our flaws like our kids. Our kids are going to be acutely aware of our f- shortcomings, our flaws. They're going to know how to manipulate us. They're going to have, If they want to get us, they'll know how to get us. Every kid knows how to do this because you live with your parents, you know, for, for a very long time. You're acutely aware uh, on an uh, instinctive level, on a subconscious level of your parents' shortcomings and flaws. And sometimes when we... Think ourselves, see, find ourselves thinking that like the last person I want to be is my dad. What we're really thinking is his flaws and his shortcomings that we're acutely aware of. And the M.S. Israel, Rabbi say, sometimes our mission in life is taka to be aware of those flaws, aware of the shortcomings, and be very aware that we have, we're going to have a tendency to end up in the same place. And perhaps part of our job why we're here is to be able to be exposed to that and see what may be the family tendencies, and to be armed ahead of the game and to know what I have to work on on my own. Our parents are sometimes mirrors for us. Our grandparents are sometimes mirrors for us to see, to let us see this idea of inherited Ashkocha of family Ashkocha family struggles, very often, very, very often. So it's one thing you know, for us to feel very noble and justified and very, very, uh, uh, you know, uh, we're on a crusade in life that uh, my mission is not to be my father. Okay, that's gewaldek. But what does that mean in practice? That means in practice, maybe being acutely aware of the struggles of the previous generations and acutely aware of myself and acutely aware that I'm going to have a tendency to end up in the same place. So, what am I doing about it? What am I doing about it? It's not just good enough to have this clarion cry, this, this battle call of, ah, the, I, am, I go around with the t shirt. I'm not my dad. You know, for, for there's the stages in life where we proudly wear these t shirts. Everybody know what I'm talking about? Some of us, some of us. I'm not my dad. Right? Okay. What are you doing about that? What are you doing about that? I'm not my grandpa. What are you doing about that? If you're not doing anything about it, you're going to end up your dad. You're going to end up your grandpa. You're going to end up in the same place. Now, to take a step back for all the dads and the grandpas that are listening out there in uh, WhatsApp land and Zoom space. um, uh, so, So, of course, we all have flaws and shortcomings and our kids are going to be intensely and acutely aware of them. But part of the job of a child also, we talked about this in our Sunday morning Breakfast and Learn program that we're still looking for a sponsor. For the last four weeks in the upcoming, uh, I don't know, next few years. But we talked about that when we went through Hilchas Kibbutvayim. That part of the the job of a son, Sefer Charevim says in Hilchas Kibbutvayim, is to see beyond your parents' flaws. Of course, they have flaws. Of course, they have shortcomings. They're human beings. But to be able to see their strong points also, to be able to admire them for where they shine. Every person has flaws, but also has has. Um, Has, uh, ha- has strengths, character weaknesses, and character um, attributes. attributes where they shine. Thank you, Arthur. So part of our job as a child is to see both. But again, of course, our parents are, 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 have their flaws and their, and their weaknesses. And it's very possible nope. that I'm going to have a tendency to end up in the same place. Unless I'm working on that, and that's what I'm here for. It's- See what came before me, and to be aware of myself, and to be aware of what I need to work on, and use my parents sometimes as a mirror for that. That's an amazing insight that Ramchal is giving us, and, and it's a good one. Yes. There, there's two really strong things that affect that: as one is your environment, and two is who you, who you. Yes, of course. Environment affects us. Who's your friends? You know, nurture versus nature, right? That's the old yeah, one, right? It does, that's really, what it, uh, it does a huge nurture versus nature. Of course, of course. And I'm Ramchal, he's not denying that. And of course, your your surroundings affect you. Your surroundings affect you. And um, your friends. What? Your friends. Your friends affect you. And Arthur, if you've ever been wondering why we put you all the way there in the corner, <laughs> it's because you're such a good person, you're a saint, and we don't want anybody affecting you, Arthur. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but but other people who aren't as lucky as Arthur, you know, who are surrounded by by clowns, surrounded by yo-yos, surrounded by, by by evil people, evil people, evil people in our midst, um, <laughs> may, may it's true they may be brought in. But but that notwithstanding, there still is truth in this idea that there is inherited hashgacha and inherited tendencies and inherited assignments. There's truth in that, and everything's taken to account. Of course, you do get affected by your surroundings. That, that's very true, but you also are going to be affected by what came before you. That's two sides of inherited ashkacha. That, and that's immediately we'll call that 1A and 1B within Zion. In addition to that, again, just wrapping all this up and how, how parents influence and affect their kids, there was another idea um, aside from the physical and spiritual jobs that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sets up as family jobs. Family assignments, family struggles. I want the whole family to struggle with this. I want the whole family to have to deal with wealth. I want the whole family to deal with, 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 with impatience. I want the family to deal with uh, greatness, with, with power. I want this family to have to deal with, with, with a certain or Hara for, um, you know, the gossiping, etc., So, the next level was, and the Ramchal says two things back to back, and we have to decipher what these two different ideas were. Again, so much had had to be packed into the last couple of minutes yesterday, so we're going to try to unpack this now. Ramchal said, the last few lines of your insight, it's possible that based on the father's chusim, the child will receive, a child will receive benefit, will receive uh, payback, at any given particular time in his life. So it's possible that because of what the father does, the son will be rewarded. Or the contrary, the opposite can also happen. What he just says is that because of the, what the father did, the son may suffer. And that's what Remeisha asked earlier. He said he definitely said both ways. So, and what, so a, a, a child may be rewarded or chas suffer because of his father. And from the other, on the other hand, It's possible for it to be passcined, for it to be decreed upon my offspring that they will receive salvation, they will receive, again, bracha, because of me. So what are the two different ideas that he just said? Sounds like he said the same thing twice. Right? He said, because of the father's chusem, his kids will receive benefit. On the other hand, it's possible that it'll be decreed on a person's offspring that they'll be saved or they'll be they'll receive benefit. What's the Mitzat Akher? The same thing twice. He just said the same thing twice. Right? So we didn't have, didn't, didn't get into this Bichlal yesterday, but now, again, just to put all the, everything on the table, what are these two different things? So we have to look at it very carefully. This is, a very difficult piece of the Ramchal to try to unravel. But if we look at it carefully and we we, um, attempt to unravel this, what what, uh, unravels is as follows. There are two possibilities, two different approaches um, in, in a person's children getting benefited as a result of the father. There is one that happens immediately, in the father's lifetime, with the father's children that are present in his lifetime. And there's another idea of what we call a schus a family merit that just goes on and on and on and on for generations. And that's the the two different passives that Ramchal is talking about. In other words, there's an immediate reward, an immediate payback, an immediate benefit for something I just did right now. And there's something called setting up a schus that is like a, uh, you know, a trust fund, A trust fund, okay, not a slush fund. What's the difference between a trust fund and a slush fund? The slush fund is the one you buy at Seven Eleven, okay. But the trust fund, you can set up a trust fund that can go on for generations and generations. These are the two different ideas, and there is a difference between the two. Let's speak that out. A yid can receive because of Hashgacha. Hashem monitors and watches over him, and watches him, keeps track of what he's doing that can very often earn him dividends and payback reward in this world even. Hashem wants to make it easier for him. Hashem wants to um, reciprocate th- his, his actions, his good deeds. And sometimes a yid can do something so noble and, and something so awesome and something so amazing in terms of how he rose to the occasion. Al like Baruch Hu says, that's so amazing what you just did, that I want to not only reward you, I'm going to reward your kids also because I know you're really going to appreciate that. And you were so impressive, says the Reba Yisholeil, looking down from Himmel, and you did such an amazing job that I'm not just going to give you payback, I'm going to give a payback to your kids also. That could be an immediate result, an immediate schar, reward, and payout for something that you did that could be amazing and impressive, and Hashem will sometimes determine that that earned reward for you and for your kids, because when we help out your kids, we're also helping you. You, you, you love that too. We love our kids. And if I see that my kids are also receiving payback because of what I did, that, that is a vicarious form of reward for me, myself, also. Everybody got that? So that's the first sentence in the Ramchal. He's talking about where, immediately, as a result of something I just did, not only I get tzchar, my kids get tzchar. So sometimes we can get something for nothing. Or we're getting something because of who our father is. There is such a thing in Ashkacha that I received bracha, because of who my father is. I'm I'm receiving something very nice from Shemaim. I didn't do anything for it. All I did was, I was the son of somebody that worked very hard. The other approach, the mitzad acher, when he says, on the other hand, which sounds like a contrast, which we were perplexed by, which really is a contrast, is not an immediate reward, an immediate payback, but this is the trust fund, where someone is um, able to... to, um, Carve out a niche for himself there in Shamayim where he's regarded as someone who you don't mess with this guys' kids. There's protection for his kids; they have a certain, um, a, a certain, a certain imperviousness, a certain, a certain um, untouchableness because of their old man. And it's like, you know, uh, a situation where the policeman pulls you over. He asks to see your driver's license. He looks at your driver's license, and says, Oh my gosh, you're are you Joe Joe Morgan's grandkid? Said, yeah, it's Joe Morgan. Listen. He I used to work alongside Joe Morgan. He was uh, nobody like him. They don't make people like him anymore. You know, it's been ten years since we buried Joe Morgan. But his grandkids, on my book, that's that's it. You know, I can't give his grandkid a ticket. And the policeman lets you go, right? We should all be Zeicha. I mean it's better not to get pulled over to begin with. It's better not to get pulled over. But, uh, but this is, a, you know, this is, um, uh, this once happened to us in Eretz Yisrael, we had uh, come back from the, the Kaisel one time, we were there for a Shabbos, and uh, our, our tender driver, that's what they call minivans in Eretz for some reason they call them tenders. And uh, we were going back to Ramad and we, we were coming out of the old city, coming down from the steps, from the Eshater steps, with all our pekalach and the kids, and the luggage, and the strollers, loading them. you're not allowed to pull over over there, right, uh, by coming down, from the old city on your way out now i'd really pull over so our driver pulled over and we were loading everything in and there's always these policemen stationed there by this kiosk the policeman kiosk and one of the policemen was eyeing us and we're always like you know hurry up hurry up hurry up got the car and want our driver to get a ticket you know we start pulling away and we, the policeman leaves the guard booth as we start pulling away he starts walking over to the van so oh oh boy okay now we know it's you know we know it's about to happen Taps on the window, and I, I, I started apologizing to the driver. I'm so sorry, we really tried our best. The driver looked around, gave us a wink. He said, he said I'll tee that, I'll that. So don't worry. So they, 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 he rolls down the window, and the policeman says, I uh, don't need, ma'zeh, ma'zeh, you know, pull over, here, so give me your license. He takes the license, goes back to the guard booth, comes back a minute later. He says, okay, lech, lech, sa, sa. So we started driving, and the, the guy turns around, he said, he said it wasn't the case of the grandpa. He said, he said my my brother is the the police captain for the, for the yeah for the for the old city. <laughs> so, so that's it, you know. They, they never give me tickets over here. Protects you. Uh, so that's the but that's the second example that Ramchal talking about. And We're not talking about schahar. So that wasn't a shar that is that was like a bonus that as a, a bonus for the police captain. So his, his siblings don't get any tickets. His kids don't get tickets. No, that's that's called schus avos. Schus is someone creates such a niche for himself, such a such an impression in Shamayim that when the kids get when we look at the kids, we, say, oh, we can't do anything. With this guy's kid, you know. How can we punish this guy's kid? Could we still see him as a as as an offspring? We still see him as connected to the old guy, to, to his old man, to the grandpa who had such schusim. and and it's not correct to punish him, being that he's a descendant of this person who's in such standing, and. Said, said differently, persons can sometimes build up such a, a, a place for himself in Shemayim that it confers a protection, it protects generations to come. Now remember, this has to be taken with a grain of salt. This doesn't work for Olam Haba. this only works for Olam Haza. We spoke that out yesterday, Amchal mentioned this yesterday. Everything that we're talking about now is only in understanding good things and chas bad things in Olam Haza, all the options for Yisurim, all the options for suffering, and sometimes the opposite, um, but it's only for Ilam HaZeh, not for Ilam HaBa. So this idea of S'chus Avez is not going to yank us out of Gehenna, as we said yesterday. No matter how long your payas are, no one can yank you out of Gehenna. They can't. They can yank you out of a police ticket. They can yank you out of a police ticket. They can yank you out of having to deal with suffering in this world. They can yank you out of that. But in Eilem HaBa, you stand on your own. You stand on your own in Eilem HaBa. Remcha was quite clear about it, okay? Because again, this whole, the whole objective over here, this paragraph is to discuss the options and why um, bad things can happen to good people seemingly, and good things can happen to good people, good things can happen to bad people, and we're going through all the possibilities. So again, there's two halves, so we have like 2A and 2B in understanding uh, is one is an immediate payback. I get rewarded, my son gets rewarded together with me right now. And the second one is is is, is the like the, the trust fund, that a person can make himself such high-level um, standing in shamayim that that will confer protection to his kids for generations to come. We did see that this works both ways, that a, a person can also suffer for something his father does wrong in this world. The Ramcha was clear about this, that if a, the old man's a bum and we have to punish this old man, sometimes part of punishing the father is saying, well, your children are also going to have to suffer together with you, and that's going to that's reinforce your suffering. Now, does it mean that the kid's being punished for the father? No, there's never any punishments. And Hashkacha can't do anything without saying, seeing that, okay, so this will rearrange your mission in life, your objective, you'll you'll have to deal with this, and this will be an opportunity for you. But sometimes life can get uncomfortable and unpleasant for children because of something that their parents did. And there's Gemaras like that, right? There's Gemaras like this, the parents are not careful. And, and Adarim and Shavu is, that the Mar says immediately that affects kids. What the kid do wrong. He not do anything wrong. But sometimes a parent can, can be so um, um, destructive and can mess things up so badly that we say, you know, it's not enough for you to suffer. It's going to affect your family. It's not punishing the family, but it's the, but it, it's, it's the father. You know, a good muscle would be, um, a good mushal would be, um let's say Father loads all of his kids into a car and um drives off to the middle of nowhere. And uh says, Okay kids, from now on we're just we're 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 um we're roughing it. We're going back to nature. We're going back to pure water, living amongst the trees. We're running away from society. He takes them off to some you know, place in the middle of nowhere in Montana. Um, little kids, kids that you know can't uh, have a vote in the matter. And he takes his kids away from society, from their friends, from their school, from, from uh, normal, sane human beings, and he, he ta- brings them off to Montana somewhere. So the kids are gonna suffer quite a lot. Not a good matzo for the kids. They're gonna suffer. What they do wrong? They didn't do anything wrong. But sometimes parents can use his Bechira in such an awful way, he can mess himself up, he can mess his kids up, You can use a Bechira to mess your kids up. Is he punishing them? No, they're not being punished. Punished is is the wrong word. For punishment you have to do something wrong, but he can create a Mitziyah, a situation, where they're going to suffer now, where they're going to suffer. So in in Ruchnis it's the same way. A parent can sometimes botching so badly that they say in Shemaim, okay, you created an environment that your family's going to suffer now. They're not being punished, but it's changing and rearranging their hashgacha in terms of what they have to deal with. Okay? That, that's a scary thing, but it's that's something, again, the Ramchal deals with because based on bad decisions that parents make, they can create suffering, not punishment, but suffering within their household. And that's weiter hashgacha. And finally, last, last, last thing, let's just get this in here properly so we can go on tomorrow. The last aspect of inherited hashgacha, shared hashgacha, is the idea, we can call this, the Ramchal doesn't use this term, we can use the term mazel. There's something called mazel. And look at the last line in this paragraph. He says, based on a person's environment, or the company that he keeps, his peers, he can, it can be decreed upon him, bounty, benefit, and bracha, or suffering, and sordid." um, the sickly life, based on his surroundings. And he's talking about not just my environment, not just my chevr, but also my lineage, my family, where I come from. My, my, my surroundings can determine my bracha, my surroundings can deter, determine suffering. So yes, they can. And there's a final aspect in understanding how hashgacha works in putting all this together, and that is mazel. Mazel means... That a, a, a certain degree of a person's hanhaga, the 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 um, treatment that a person gets from shemayim, and a certain degree of a person's standing, which determines how he gets treated from shemayim, is based on something we call mazel. A mazel means your you, you, how how. Um, your luck, yes, your luck. But what was luck? Me, let's try to explain that, understand that. Mazel means the the um um your standing in shemaim based on based on what you're a product of, and based on what you're a representative of. It works on a family basis and can also work on a community basis. Every family has a certain mazel. Mazel means. Uh, again, it's a factor, a function of hashkacha, that hashkacha has determined this family has has uh, a tendency, and this is separated from the first idea, but aside from like your mission statements and your objective in life, sometimes you can have a family that this is a family that for whatever reason Akash Baruch Hu's decided is going to have um, uh, an extra amount of, well, let's use Ramesha's word, luck, an extra amount of what looks to us like luck, of, of, of good mazel, things kind of working out in a happy way, in a, in, a, in a, well, it looks to us at least that way, or maybe bad mazel, things have a tendency not to work out for them. So if that's this family standing in shemaim, you're born into that family, it's going to be your automatic mazel. And, and uh, you know, I think we, we, everyone observes this, and sometimes it's just misconnecting dots and, 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 and met- messing up statistics, but there is sometimes truth to this. You know, I remember growing up as a kid. I'd um, have, like, raffles in school. There's always that one family that wins all the raffles. Right? That One family is always, every single time they win, they win the raffles. There are kids who will swear up and down that they never win. Everyone wins occasionally, but there's some, there's some families that always win. Every single week. So that's, 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 there's something called Mazel going on over there. Um, to us, it looks like chance. To us, it looks like like probability and statistics, but in Shemaim they, they mess around with things, and if someone can have mazel that you know that they the odds are going to be tipped in their favor when it comes to probability. If someone can have bad mazel; the odds are tipped away from them. Now, probability says eventually they're going to have to win anyway, but it could be it's harder for them, and it could be for this family it's easy for them. So you can have something called mazel that there's family mazel that if I was born into that family again, that will be my mazel also. You can also have community mazel that this community is community. That Chassid may have to deal with hardships and suffering. This community may be a community that 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 thrives. That the good things happen in this community. There's something called community mazel. There's something country. called what? Country. Country mazel, on, and, and on, 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 on expanding and expanding. You know, concentric circles. There is, you know, the, the the shkuna mazel, the neighborhood mazel, the community mazel, the city mazel, state mazel, and and, 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 and country mazel. There's countries that are always suffering. Right? Countries are always at war, countries that are always beleaguered, countries that everyone's always in, in, being exiled and, 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 and being bombed and shelled, and there's countries that prosper. There's something called the country mazo, a community mazo. And based on where I live, I can my mazzle can shift and change based on where I live because now I'm part of this community, so their mazzle will affect the, the aspect of myself called mazo. And even though my tafkid and my, my, my objective may be X based on my Shana Shamba, but that'll take on the mazel property, and that mazel property can shift and change based on my environment. And in fact, the Rishonim tell us that this is the, pshat, the gemara, the gemara, there's a famous gemara. It says, Mashana Malka, Meshana Mazel. There's a gemara like this. Prison cha- change your lot, change your plot. Change your plot, change your lot. Prison changes where he lives, his mazel can change. Sometimes we see if, if someone is dealing with hardships and suffering, sometimes we're, we will advise them, maybe you should move, Meshana Malka, Meshana Mazel. What's up, Shah and that the rishonim say this is the idea. You have the rajba rajba says this in Chuvas that there is there is a community mazel, and sometimes you may be hooked up with a bad mazel over there. You change to a different community, you'll be zayichet to a, a different type of mazel, and that change may be a game changer, and could shift things around. So that's really what the rambam is talking about at the end. This aspect called mazel. So this is the full range, rabbi isai, of different aspects of inherited and uh, uh, and and um. Peripheral hashkocha that can affect the person. Again, just in summary, in summary, we can have an inherited hashkocha that there's a family mission, a family objective, and that can be on a physical level to, the, to get wealth, to get power, or to get the opposite. And that can be on a spiritual level as well, to get nisyons, to get temptations. And very often, I want to figure out what, what my tafket is in life. I look backwards at the g- generations that came before me. What are my parents and grandparents dealing and struggling with, physically and spiritually? That may be what I'm here to correct as well. Then there is two aspects of, of uh, re- being rewarded, or punished, or suffering rather, for your parents, there's immediate payback, immediate reward, or immediate suffering, one's children as a result of one's actions. And then there is the that goes for generations and generations, that they have pull, they have protexia, they have they have an inn in in Shemaim. And finally, the idea of mazel, this family mazel, this community mazel, which is an aspect of and that also can go down the road for, 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 uh, for, for generations, but it can also shift and change, as I shift and change. Okay, good. So that wraps that up. So that's, There's a lot of ideas going on over here. Hopefully, we have some chlorchite in them, and tomorrow we move on to Ches. And in Ches, we'll see something very, very, very interesting come to light in Ches. And the Ramchal will be discussing next in terms of why bad things happen to good people and sometimes we are suffering for the sins of our generation. That can also happen. We'll see that in Musa Hashem coming up tomorrow. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful today. Have a good day.